Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Evolved Idiots Podcast. As always, my name is Mike Mendoza. Matthew Nathaniel. Happy fourth, man. <laughs> it is the fourth. May the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. Yeah. Uh, you know, Independence Day, man. A lot of people don't like to be independent nowadays, though, apparently. <laughs> well, it depends on who you talk to. I just just heard somebody talking this morning about uh, the majority of Americans want to be in, in, independent and don't want to work for someone else. The harsh reality of that is I'm not sure most people are, <laughs> actually understand how much effort that requires. Yeah. A lot of people want to be uh, influencers or... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Fit trainer, like a, you know what I mean, like health health experts, fit trainers. Yeah. Uh, what else is a a thing now? Uh, van life, you know. Uh, they'll just travel the states and you know take cool pictures. Wanderlust. Yeah, it's hashtag a, Wanderlust. It's a good hustle, but like you've got to have an exit strategy out of that. I feel like mm-hmm. you know you've got to evolve that into something else because even as an influencer, you know what, you're only going to be 25. Yeah, once. And no, you're, no joke. A lot of these influencers are like uh, rich kids. <laughs> like, well, like yeah. the ones traveling. Like, yeah. Like I'm like no one else can do that. Yeah, you know, like. We made our life in Costa Rica. I'm like, sure you did. Yeah. You know, I'm like, shut up. Shut up. What are you talking about? You know, you got that baller pad right out, the, right out of college and shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. You're like, we like to go barefoot. So we're just more grounded to the earth and we feel it like, bitch, you're. Well, now there might be something to that. Yeah. But, you know, there's also something to, you know. Your dad uh, gave you some money. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. There might be something to that as well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But shit, man, what'd you get into this week? Just uh, work, man. I feel like I've taken on a a whole nother second full-time job with this, uh, getting involved in this little group. Yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw you got to be out in nature as well. Uh, yeah, went out to way out into Mount Black. It's over in like... Pardon? What's yeah. this place called? It's called Mount Black. Sorry, okay. sorry. That is, that is the name of you it. You can't say that nowadays. <laughs> okay, Mount yeah. Black. I have pictures to prove that right. that's the name. Okay, yeah. so you went to Mount Black. What did yeah. you do over there? I just hiked. You know, went out and did a little running, did a little hiking. Yeah. Was it for the just for the day? Yeah, just for the day. Now, how did you feel after that? But it was like, well, <laughs> it's interesting because I started out the I started out. And it was like already pushing in the high 80s. And this is like what it, time? This is like at 8:30 in the morning. It seems like you though. You know what I mean? You choose by the time the fucking worst times to go on these hikes. You choose the hottest day in LA yeah. history. You went, I went to the mountain. It was 118 degrees when I got up. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? By the time I got done, it was 110. See? You know, by the time I got back down to the bottom. You know, so it wasn't that hot while I was up there, but I didn't really feel the heat like that. You know, I, that didn't didn't really bother me. Like I surprisingly. You bring water, of course. with you. So, yeah, yeah, I went through a whole whole thing of more, yeah. more than a gallon. Did you feel recharged and like when you got like for the week when you got back or what? Yeah, you know, it does. It, I think it does definitely do me some good, man. Yeah. To just get away yeah, like gonna, that. And, you know, part of it is like. 
it's a little bit like, uh, you know, it's like a primal feel, you know, it's kind of, like you just mentioned grounding. It's kind of oh, yeah. like connecting with that primal, primal instinct, that primal, you know, intuition that we have because you're out there yeah, and you really are kind of like by yourself. Yeah. And so like, I know we already talked about like, you know, predators out in the wild, yeah, but yeah. like the thought of that is you're like walking along and you're like, you know, it heightens your senses a little bit and it mm -hmm. brings you more back to like a more of a primitive like mindset where you aren't thinking. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think about a lot of things while I'm out there, you yeah. know, in your mind, As it, you've got a lot of time. Yeah, it runs know? through a lot of Right. But there's also this heightened sense of awareness where you're just kind of like, you know, it, it kind of gives you that little sense of a thrill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it, if it happens, like, you do have to kind of be ready for Mortal Kombat in yeah. a way, you know. They used to be me in nightclubs. <laughs> 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 Pool parties and stuff. I'm like, oh. Yeah. But after doing that, are you more inclined now to take a vacation? Because, you know, I'm a huge proponent of, man, you need to go on vacation. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think we should take a vote on the podcast. If you think Matt should go on a vacation, comment below. Yes. Yes. <laughs> on, if you're if you're if you're on YouTube. They don't care if I go on a vacation. I think they I think they do. I think our <laughs> listeners care about you and we care about them. I don't know if I if I just maintain these these little these little one offers, like it's uh it's an amazing like boost. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Plus, I'm kind of trying to the next, you know, six months. Uh, I've I've kind of like set myself some goals in the next six months. Right. I feel like, you know, and we talk about that ceiling. You know, as you go, you know, there's ceilings, and like I'm, I feel like I'm, I don't know. Next six months could be cru could be crucial. Okay. So I'm I'm trying to focus, but I would like to, I would actually like to go maybe, you know. Some back home for the holidays or something. Yeah, this year. or you know, take a business retreat. You know, yeah, uh, maybe. <laughs> we'll see how the next six months go. A leadership weekend. Yeah. <laughs> well, I took a leadership half day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like it's it's always hilarious because it's like you know me, I'm not much of a nature hike guy. Yeah. Unless it's like when I'm in Tahoe, then I am for some reason. I'm just like, oh, we're out here. You know, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it's uh, it's I don't know, you know, like I, know. I, I'm, I try to think of it. I don't know why like, the difference. I think just the the lake. I think mm. that's just the difference there. I'm like, man, the lake's beautiful, and I could like hop in there. It's refreshing. I like to be refreshed. I think. Now you've been to Big Bear and other lakes in around yeah. here, yeah, yeah, but like not the same. Water's not clear. It's mm. not like a, a, a nice like alpine lake like that you know what i mean oh well you know it's also it's uh, got to smell like fresh alpine for you to be yes yes i need it to be like uh alpine fresh yeah the the, the zest in the if, air in the if morning if i can't see the bottom of the lake i'm not having it well now i'm with you on that i am not a proponent of dark water swimming yeah yeah i you know i you, think that's because me and you come from the east coast too there's a lot of weird shit in the you know Leeches and weird shit too over there. You know? Leeches. I'm not There's worried leeches about leeches. Or like, I'm worried about shit I can't see under yeah. the water. 
like big ass fish or I'm not worried about fish. Sharks I in mean, the ocean, yes. I'm worried about sharks yeah. for sure. I I mean I there's some fish that can get bigger than people. Oh yeah, for in sure. Lakes. Uh-huh. I mean, so I'm not wanting to necessarily I'm if I'm not on their menu, I don't care. Mess though. with one of them. You know, if I'm not on their menu. Well, how do they know? They might just think you're a a really big fish and they're like, hmm, I'm gonna try that today. I'd fuck him up though. Yeah. Be like, oh, what was? Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the guy that recently like got swallowed by a whale? See, all right. <laughs> what okay. do you mean, see, all right? I heard conflicting reports yeah. that he said he got swallowed, but scientists are like, that's fake. He's lying. Well, is he? I have not, Is, is I he have, just uh, embellishing? Like, oh, he, he like. Maybe a whale brushed up against him and then a wave hit him. He's like, oh, it was in the belly. Like, you know, is he embellishing his story? So I I haven't heard any contradicting reports to this. But what I understood is that he was diving and a whale, you know, came up because they just consume, open up and consume a lot of fish at once and water and everything. And they scooped him up when they did that. And so he never went down into the stomach. He stayed in, in the mouth area of of the whale and i forget but i think the whale reopened its mouth or something and when it did he 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 got he was able to get free so he never went down into the stomach or anything if he would have done that he would have died because because the the, the article the article i was reading was he was talking about he was he kept in the report he kept saying that he was worried about sliding down because it kept contracting you know trying to swallow him how long was he in their total just for? just like seconds okay so how does he get like oh I'm like how do you even have your wits about you like he's like i'm worried about sliding down i mean thing. i would I just be like oh shit and then like you'd be over you know what i'm saying like no was, i don't you don't I, think I, so no i i totally believe uh, that what he his his thought process would be possible maybe that's exactly I mean, I think that's exactly what I would be thinking as well. Because if you go to, like, it's like, holy shit. Did he see the whale coming at him? No, nah, I don't think so. Because that's the thing is, like, if you were just like, holy, what happened? And it was a couple seconds, I'd be like, I wouldn't even be thinking about, like, I don't want to slide into the stomach. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, it's pretty, I, I don't think it would take you more than about half a second to realize that you got swallowed by something. I don't, the, I'm, I'm, I just, I'm, I'm not in the ocean that much. I'm but not in the ocean I'm, that much the, either. When I'm in the ocean and there's like waves crashing and there's but like. I can tell a big difference between being in the water mm-hmm. and all, then the next thing being inside uh, on something's tongue and being surrounded by teeth. I can tell. But a whale's teeth don't look like that though, right? They don't, they're, they're, they're not sharp, but they have teeth. Yeah, yeah. They don't look like shark's teeth though. No. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I heard I heard conflicting reports from this uh, yeah. from from people. So. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> where where did this happen? On the East Coast. On the East Coast. Yeah. On the East Coast. Yeah. I mean, it's just a, another example of why I I'm I have a large respect for the ocean. If you had to choose, swim in the ocean, lake, or river. For the rest of your life, which one are you choosing? (sighs) 
Which body of water are you going to choose? Those are so different. Like, uh, well, yeah, really, yeah, a yeah. river's not a body of water. Running water. Yeah, yeah. It's always flowing. So that's a little different, you know. Although rivers are really nice. But I got to pick the ocean. Wow. Okay. I mean, nothing is quite like an ocean beach. Nothing is quite like the healing effects of the salt water. Mm-hmm. You know, conversely, am I in a survival situation? Because then I would have to no, pick I'm one of the freshwater more, sources. Yeah, but I'm looking more of <laughs> like, like leisure. You could yeah, only beach. Yeah, beach. I might choose I lake. Don't, I don't have to go. I don't have to go deep out into the ocean. You know, to enjoy yeah. the ocean. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny when people think of like uh, California, like beach, and they're like, "Oh man, it must be sick." I'm like. The water here is cold as fuck. It's cold. You know, it's cold. It's dark water. <laughs> like, it's not like... I am disappointed in Bahama my... Bahama water, yeah, Caribbean no, water. Not. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not, not like that at all. It's not. And that's the kind of water I like. <laughs> yeah. Is, is, the, is the almost super clear, translucent, bathwater temperature ocean. That's what yeah. I like. But that's what bull sharks also <laughs> like. So that's why is. I fucking hate it. I'm like, oh, man. I mean, now, I have been... When I was younger... I was snorkeling down down in the in that area. Okay. And and like Na- Nassau yeah, down there. Down in the Bahamas. And uh yeah, there was actually like I had come came back out of the water and had came up on this platform to sit at the table to to get lunch mm-hmm. while and you could oversee like the 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 cove where we were where we were at and the beach and the things and there was this other couple out there and they were like swimming around and playing around and whatever and there was a fucking shark that came in and like went right in between them and the beach and kind of circled and then just kind of went back on out into the ocean but it was like shit's crazy yeah nothing but at least you can see it like at least you can see like I know you're still in the in the water with it and it's gonna fuck you up, but like I at least to, you can see it. Like the thought of something being able to snag me without me even no warning yeah. is just like infuriating. I mean, did you see did you hear the other amazing stories you hear about those those two I think there were sisters that were in South America swimming in a lake. And one of them got grabbed by an, a crocodile, crocodile yeah. and the other one swam over and started punching it and it let her sister go and they like they both survived somehow. No. No. No what? No, I did not hear that. But yeah, it's true. Why, it's would, why would you go like, why would you go swimming? All right, that, that was my first question. I was like, first of all, what are y'all swimming around? I mean, it's like being in Florida. Like, you know what? I love Wakaiva. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You've been to Wakaiva, yeah. Yes. So, like, I love going there, canoeing, kayaking. Why do people it's swim awesome, in there, too, though? But I would never fucking swim in that water. But you water. know people that have gone I've there. I've seen them do it. Yeah. I'm like, there's alligators and snakes in that in that water, bro. Yeah. Poisonous snakes. Yeah. Like, I'm not getting in that. The only way I'm getting in that water is if something vastly goes wrong and I tip over. Yeah. That's why it's like, yeah, when we lived in Florida, I'm like, unless it's a pool, I'm not getting in that bitch. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I'll splash my feet in Cocoa Beach. <laughs> I mean, I go out and, and, and like, <laughs> I, 
I have gone out into the, you know, it's crazy there because there's so many shark attacks there. But like I have gone out and, you know, you know, over just over my head. So I've yeah. gone out six, seven foot. So this is like there. My fear of sharks has grown as I got even older. Me too. Yeah. For sure. Like, you know, even when we went to like Outer Banks, like I was, you know, like we went like Outer Banks growing up. I used to go out, you know what yeah. I mean? Go out there. Yeah. Now it's like, nah, like even if I go back to Outer Banks, I'll splash my feet a little bit. But like there's too many bull sharks and shit over there now. Yeah. Well, like the shark attacks have increased with well, time. Well, you know. And then fucking like some people say climate's a big reason why yeah. they're 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 moving their migration patterns or yeah. are shifting differently. And then the Florida Keys are just fucking wild. Like you have the sharks, you have alligators and American crocodiles. <laughs> well, that's f more Florida than the whole Gulf, right? Gulf area. I mean, those the rest of the Gulf Islands don't really have. Yeah, I think the, alligators I think, and crocodiles. I and, think the Gulf does for sure, because then you have them like in Mississippi and Alabama. Yeah, and but all I'm that. talking about the islands, like yeah, the, yeah. In, in the Gulf of Mexico. They don't have all that stuff. I I believe it's mainly like from Louisiana to Florida, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think the crocodile. Like if you go to the Bahamas, they don't have crocodiles there, or I think they do, or the Virgin Islands. I think there's crocodiles in the in the really? Caribbean. I think so. Let's, let's look at that. <laughs> it seems, I don't know. I've never in a million years thought about crocodiles Crocodiles being in. I remember when I first found out about fucking crocodiles being in, a, like, you know, in Florida. I was like, what the fuck? Well, let's use the Virgin Islands as, as our, as our, uh, as our test question here. Um, yeah, no. No? No. They got bats, they got iguanas, <laughs> they got crabs, lizards, frogs, mongoose, donkeys, goats, deer. Um, yeah, they're not, they're not super predatory unless you're in the ocean. That's where you're. No. The crocodiles are based largely in, in, in Florida, it says. Now there are. I guess there are now some crocodiles in Jamaica. That would maybe make sense. Yeah. Jamaican. <laughs> I was Googled something that said Jamaican crocodile whisper has put his life to rescuing them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, man. But yeah, I remember the first time I felt, I was like, people were like, oh, man, you know, there's crocodiles out in the Keys. I was like, yeah, me. Yeah, I was like, are you sure? Like, you know, like yeah. crocodiles are like on the in the fucking ocean, though. That's crazy. I to mean, me. yeah, if you're close. Yeah, but. But it's different, like the crocodiles are not swimming to the open beachy ocean area. They're staying over in the mangrove. You know how the how in Florida how the, the, the mangrove kind of grows the right up into the stuff. water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there are places like that in the Keys. Yeah. And I could see them kind of staying close to that area, but they're not like swimming out in the middle of the ocean. I've seen videos. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen videos. I'm like, I'm like, oh man, that's crazy. <laughs> now, is it a rarity? Know. I don't know. Yeah. But I've seen the videos and I'm like, this is some wild shit, man. Like, I don't want to. 
I don't want to go there. <laughs> well, I'm not trying to just swim out in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. I mean, unless I'm, down unless I'm scuba diving or snorkeling or something. Especially down in that area. Like, well, the Keys are a pretty nice place to go, you know, snorkeling and stuff. Scuba diving. They are, that, that's, that's where they get you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. The Keys are dope, though. A lot of old people down there. A lot of old people. A lot of old people. Some some old nudists. Yeah. A lot of Jimmy Buffett fans. <laughs> yeah. Good key lime pies, though, down there, guys. Yeah. Key lime pie is great. I, say, I mean, it's a nice place. It's just, uh, you know, it's kind of off the beaten path, and it's kind of like its own little community. It's definitely its own little community. Yeah, like, you know, you know. Like, like That's the thing with Florida is, like, you know someone from, like, Ebor in Tampa. You'd be like, oh, that's one of those guys. Orlando has its own feel. Like, you know. Just within that state. I and then in between, you have all the weird stuff. I don't know if I really feel that way so much about no? it. I can't, I can't tell a difference between somebody from Ebor and, or Jackson, my, Jackson. Miami, you can, though. Uh, not so much. No. no. If, you were, if you were to but, move. But, like, I do feel that way about Key West. Key West has a totally different vibe to if it. If you were to move back to Florida, what yeah. city are you choosing? I mean, maybe Miami. Miami, if wow! Got, if I got the dough, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, now we did see that that if I could live near the beach. <laughs> yeah, not in a high rise condo though. Yeah, not did do. Has any updates been happened on that thing? I haven't I don't paid know. attention I haven't, I haven't whatsoever. Heard, yeah, I was like, I heard anything. We so talked about it last time. Yeah. And then I was just like, it just blanked out. And then, you know, got in the flow of the work week. I was like, whatever happened with it? Because it was weird, you know? I mean, I'm just like you said, I'm sure they're doing an investigation. And yeah. uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Did you, uh, after the last podcast, did you uh, reorder uh, Boulder Pale Horse? No, I haven't yet. Okay. I'm, yes. I've, I've been too busy. Yeah. But you have plans to. I have book. I have books currently that I'm I'm struggling to get through, so... Yeah. I need to get through those first. Yeah. Um, what else? Sports news, NBA yeah. finals. It's going to be the Bucks and the Suns. Is it? How do you feel about it? <laughs> Will Chris Paul finally get a ring? <laughs> Who's he play for now? The Suns. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't tell it you. It is weird seeing those two teams in the finals. I though. don't know who's on the teams. I know that there's a... Uh, the Bucks have one of the best players in the league. I know injured. Oh, is he? He's injured. Uh, yeah, Giannis. I have no idea who's on the Suns other than Chris Paul now. <laughs> Booker's on there. Who else is don't on they there? Have Jason Kidd is their coach, though. No, I think that was like I think that was like I don't know, like ten seasons ago. Or, or <laughs> I don't know who their coach somebody, is. Some, you don't mean you don't some watch former, that shit some like former that. player. Who's the some former player is the coach of the Suns? I thought. Kid used to be way back in the day, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. But that's not uh, what I'm thinking about. It's like somebody recently retired. Well, Nash is the coach of the Nets. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know who this guy is. Cam Monty Williams. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who that is. It, it, it is nice to like watch sports with fans back in the arenas and Actually, like, yeah, it is, it is very nice. Yeah. I have to say, though, like, I was really 
considering all the progress that the NBA has made, mm-hmm. that Major League Baseball has made, that the NFL has made, that the UFC has made, it was really painful to see the Olympic Committee expel the fa- the gold-winning favorite from the United States because she tested positive for cannabis this week. What I saw was they're going to suspend her for like 30 days, but she'll still be in the Olympics. I think that was an update. So she is suspended for 30 days, but I, I understood that that, wasn't going to, that was going to be during the time of her competition. Let's, let's that's check. I, the, that's uh, what I understood. Let's check this out. Um, the U.S. Uh, anti-doping agency said it reduced Richardson's suspension to one month, the minimum allowed by the rules, because her marijuana use was unrelated to her athletic performance and occurred outside of competition, and also because she successfully completed a related counseling program. Um, she said she used it after <laughs> learning that her biological mother had died just a week before the Olympic trials, so she used it before the trials. It was um, Richardson cannot run the 100 meter race at the Olympics because the positive test disqualified her result clocked at team trials. So she can't run because it disqualified her trial time. Damn. USA Track and Field has not clarified whether she might still be allowed to run in the 4 by 100 meter relay, which is scheduled after her suspension ends. In April, she became the sixth fastest woman to run the 100 meter dash, recording a time of 10.72 seconds in Miramar, Florida. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's this is bullshit. I mean, first of all, here is what I would like to know. First of all, cannabis is not a performance-enhancing drug. Mm -hmm. Second of all, because THC shows up in your blood, if you do a blood test, which I'm assuming they're doing a blood test, uh, (laughs) it'll stay in your system for months. Yeah. So, you know, obviously she's admitted to when she used it. Yeah. But... Really, there's no there's no clear definitive testing on if you have THC in your system when you consumed it for them to be able to determine that. It's why they still, as much as police departments are trying hard to figure out breathalyzer, breathalyzers for THC. Yeah. And there is there are some in trial, but nothing has been approved because it's so it's so all over the place. It's just like how alcohol breathalyzers have been shown to be. All over the place. All over the place mm-hmm. and have been thrown out of court. Now, what if she identified as not smoking weed? As a non-cannabis <laughs> user? As a non-cannabis user. Would they be like, oh, okay, like your feelings are now into, uh, into account. And- they're never going to let her. <laughs> they're never going to let her claim that. I mean. <laughs> but it, but she had identified it. She believes it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's the that's the that's another interesting one. Also disappointing was well, in in my opinion, it was disappointing. It's probably not going to be popular to say about the Olympic Committee allowing the first transgender athlete to to be in the heavyweight women's division of of of, of weightlifting. Yeah, of no, this is what I was, this is what I was leading into. Is like that's okay, but, but she can't smoke she can't some weed. smoke some weed. What? 
Are you crazy? What the fuck is going on? Are you crazy? Yeah. Like, that is the the most advantageous, like, (laughs) listen... It's cool you think like you you in your mind you're a woman, I respect it, whatever, but you're built like a dude, man. <laughs> well, it would be different, but this person that they're this Laurel Hubbard is uh Now what does Laurel Hubbard look like? <laughs> I mean, have you seen her? Uh I'm curious if you've seen her. No. Wow. Well, I can't wait for you to see. I can't wait for you to see. What she look? What, what does she, she look like? Large Marge? What does she look? What like? she looks like? <laughs> I can't wait for this. I can't wait for your reaction. Uh, okay. I mean, it looks like a, f- a, a, a an off. A, a, I mean, I'm gonna. She's not not very feminine. I'll say that. No, it looks like. Uh, it looks like a guy with long hair. Yeah, if you told me that was. Uh, 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 he looks like a slightly, slightly overweight office worker. She looks like. Yeah, if you told me that was a police officer in Kentucky, I'd believe you. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I mean, that right there does not. I mean, no. That, so, 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 any. But my point is, is that this is a vast different, different advantage. This is a hugely different advantage. I mean, they. Hubbard lifted 628 pounds in two lifts to qualify for the women's super heavyweight division. That's, I mean, that's a lot. And they're 43. So it's like you've had at least 30 some years of, 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 of testosterone coursing through your body. Now, maybe this person didn't have the most testosterone of of all the, of all the, I mean, Probably the same testosterone levels as a Kentucky police officer. Maybe. Uh, But (laughs) I'm saying people do have different levels of testosterone. I'm not saying this person was like like, going out and crushing it. But how is this okay with the Olympics? But her smoking some weed is not. Well, the Olympic committee is actually catching a lot of heat over the whole week, over the whole cannabis thing. They should. And, you know, to be honest, it's like. uh, Fuck the Olympics. I, I mean, you know what? Do people even care? So, so here's the other thing. Like, I, I would be real curious to know, like, view, viewership on the Olympics. Because when I was a kid, I felt like the Olympics were such a big deal. Yeah. And now it's like, I don't know if anybody really even cares. I th- Well, I think ex-athletes and, like... Maybe the I'm older about the demographic mass culture. Yeah, I don't though. think I don't think mass culture like, does. I can remember when the Olympics and this may be and I vaguely remember it, but I can remember when the Olympics were on TV in 1984 when they were here in Los Angeles. And it was like the biggest even deal. The they Atlanta were on, Olympics. Even the Atlanta Olympics, yeah. they were on TV all the time. Mm-hmm. They were like it was the biggest thing. They were all about the all news. Shit, yeah. Like, yeah, it was a big deal. Like, it's just not a big deal, I feel like, to most people anymore. And maybe it's because, again, now we're, it's like 24-hour cycles and it's yeah. bombardment with all these different distractions. Now. We don't coalesce as a people around anything anymore. I don't think as a country, I think we we focus more on individuals instead of, like, the team. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Michael Phelps fucking yeah, killed him. But you true. have to win, though. That's true. If you don't win, no one's will, will watch. Yeah. Like, I think maybe, you know, like. No one gave a fuck about my, Michael Phelps before the Olympics. 
They didn't know who he was. He of didn't have a platform. Not. But now he, maybe after watching it and be like, oh, this guy's winning a shit ton of gold medals. Let's watch it. They want to see winners. They wanted to tune in to see winners. Of course. Yeah. We yeah. don't want to tune in to see our country lose. Yeah. But here's the thing is like, how, how much waste does the Olympics also create? Well, this is the ugly downside of the Olympics. If you go to these places where the Olympics have been previously. Yeah. It's actually a very bad deal. And it's one reason Boston actually passed. It's why LA has the next Olympics. Yeah. It's because Boston passed on it. They were offered it first. Yeah. And when you start looking at these deals that the cities have to make for the Olympics to come there, like the risk, all the financial risk lies on the city yeah. and its citizens. The, the Olympic Committee doesn't entail any of the financial burden or risk. Yeah. And the contracts, it's like even with Tokyo this year, people were criticizing because Tokyo was moving forward with the Olympics. But the way the contracts are they written, have to. the Olympic Committee retains all the power, like the city of Tokyo or the, to or, or the Japanese government. They can't actually terminate the contract. Terminate it because yeah. the contract won't, uh, you know, give doesn't give them the power to do that. Yeah. You know, you can go to these cities and you see these giant structures. You know, Brazil's a good example. Not being used. They have all these giant stadiums that they built down there and they're just empty, deteriorating, and the tax dollars pay mm -hmm. for all that. And it's it's like you're and it's not recouped. It is almost never recouped during the period of the actual Olympics, Olympics while yeah. they're in town. That's, here's my question is like, when it comes here to L.A., L.A. is already a fucked up city right now, right? Like, what's going to like, how are they going to pull it off? Transportation is going to be the biggest problem. Transportation and, and, and I got disruption news for you. of the if, city itself. If the disruption of the city itself and, and like if they're well, they have to build new structures right well here's the other thing that that no one has thought about because we've been all caught up with covid and everything and obviously no one's thought about the olympics here in la yet but this homeless problem that has gotten worse how is that going to look to the rest of the world when that's broadcast because don't think that there, that reporters from other countries are going to come here to Los Angeles mm -hmm. to cover the Olympics, and they're not going to touch on the rampant homeless problem that's going to be right in their face. They're, I think they're going to send they're them to San Francisco. They're going to send them to San Francisco for the <laughs> for the Olympics. <laughs> I don't know what they'll do, but they need to start thinking about that because well, that's not the image that America wants to give. What? Agreed. But where the fuck are they going to also like? Maybe it'll force them to fucking actually have some real solutions. It's probably a pipe dream. Yeah. But. Yeah. It's not going to happen. It's going like what, what's going to happen with like all the shit they're going to build. Where are they going to build all this shit? And what are the plans? Well, the use of use of space afterwards. You've got a new stadium. SoFi Stadium. Right. There's yeah. a new, new football stadium. Uh-huh. There's, do they play the soccer there as well? No, it's another, I think that's another. So they have already have, a, a, have another stadium for that. Yeah. They've got the old Coliseum still, right? Mm -hmm. So there's that. Where does USC play? It's Coliseum. Okay. Yeah. And then there's Staples Center, which will probably be taken over for like all the gymnastics and all that crazy shit. Yeah. All the indoor stuff. The expo stuff. I mean, there's a lot what of places. What year is this going to happen? Uh, it's coming up. Yeah, I know. 
2028. Yeah. I guess it's it's still a ways off, but like it'll be here before people realize it. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have to do something. I mean, even the roads around here are kind of garbage. Oh, yeah. It's one of the things that amazed me so much because like on TV and stuff, you see people, um, you know, riding around L.A. And it's like <laughs> with their cars and all these sports cars. And you're like, man, that looks like so much fun. And then you get here and you're like, the roads are so bad and rough. It's like if you, I haven't had a, a little, you know, I haven't had a sports car since I've been here or even a sedan. Yeah. But I couldn't imagine driving one on these roads. Uh, like it would roadster, be so rough. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like you couldn't really go fast. You'd tear your car all to pieces. Yeah. Also, it's like, uh, you know, when you have a visitor come or like someone's like, well, oh, what's that? Like they're like. Hey, let's go to Hollywood. I'm like, you don't want to go to Hollywood, man. You know what I mean? Like, well, every, if you're if you actually I, live in LA, you're not gonna want to go to uh, see the the Avenue of the Stars, like, or you know what I mean? Not if like, you live here, but if you're somebody that's visiting for the first time, I'm sorry, everybody should go there at once. Everybody should go there once and see the fucking freak show, bro. Yeah, but they go there and be like, oh, this is not what I envisioned whatsoever. But that's why they should go. Like, it's just let's let's go right off the bat. Let's but do people. But this is the thing is like, let's destroy all the preconceived notions. How do they have that idea that it's like nice over there? And like, dude, it used to be nicer. I'm sure in like the 60s and nah, 70s. Nah, man. Nah, man. I remember coming out here back in like. 2007 or so, mm -hmm. whenever, somewhere around there. Yeah. And I mean, I remember like kind of walking up through there during the day and had lunch and it was not crazy. Like it wasn't, it wasn't so, it wasn't as crazy as it was when I moved here, you know, recently. Yeah. Like Hollywood is. Like my first year, I kind of lived not too far from that area. Yeah. You know. About but a Hollywood's mile gross. from it. <laughs> yeah, Hollywood's gross. Yeah. It's LA's asshole. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most people prefer, I think, West Hollywood or, you know. Yeah, that's a different story. That's a totally, that's a different. Well, that's a tale. West Hollywood's a tale of, of two places. Yeah. Because there are nice places in West Hollywood, but. But West Hollywood itself is a different city, too. It is. Yeah, yeah completely different yeah. city. That's why it's like. <laughs> It's less trash over there. <laughs> it's definitely nicer. Yeah. It's definitely much nicer. <laughs> and I guess that's that's kind of the point, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's always funny. I'm just like I I had a my friend come visit. She's like, "Let's go to let's go to fucking Hollywood." I'm like, "No way. I don't want to go there." And I was like he kept on like, oh, let's go to Hollywood. And I was, like, it, I was like, all right, you want to go there? And I, got, I was like, all right, let's go. And then I fucking, yeah. pulled, I was like, let's walk this shit. And it was so fucking, I was like, it's crazy, huh? <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's awesome to go and experience that. That's like the center of the vortex in, in Vegas. This is the center of the vortex here. It's the center of the madness. Every free, there's all kinds of freaks, freaky, weird people it's walking not a, around. It's not like Fremont, though. Fremont is no, actually no, no, like, but yeah. it's it's the sort of the the equivalent here. It's either Hollywood or or used to be. Would you could make an argument for Venice, maybe? Why haven't they like cleaned that area up? <laughs> like Hollywood could be cool, very cool. They could make it like the Fremont of L.A., but instead it's like, uh, 
lack of vision. I guess. Local lead, I'm telling you, yeah. lack of leadership, local vision, corruption. Everybody wants their, their money. Nobody will approve, you know, uh, an innovative idea for reinventing an area like that right. uh, because it's a big undertaking. And uh, if they can't, you know, if everybody can't line their pockets, then it doesn't move forward. And that's what part of really what drives the costs up here. Yeah, yeah we're overregulated and taxed, but it's really just greed of uh, an incompetence that's why it's of leadership. Like Hollywood seems like it's stuck in the early 90s. Some parts of downtown it's like the 80s. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it I mean, the area by the Chinese theater should be nice as hell. Yeah, for sure. It should be a dope, really nice area. And when I, you know, it, it definitely was much nicer, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, it's super gross now, though. Yeah. yeah. You have uh, people like that. Uh, a lot of people that look like that Kentucky police officer <laughs> running through there. <laughs> Like how did they fit? How did they fit that Spider-Man costume? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got the. Well, there were always the characters there. Yeah. It's really just the the quality. It's like the L. The, the yeah. The, the some of the some of the some of the neighborhood aspects that yeah. are like you know a mile. What used to you know about a mile south of Hollywood and slightly west southwest of hollywood has kind of migrated up into hollywood mm. now i think which is unfortunate but yeah i mean it's it's you got to have leadership that wants to do something about it man yeah that's yeah. what it comes down to but fucking yeah, la uh, man i mean at least we're <laughs> do you see the fucking crazy fire in the gulf though in the ocean Talking about the gulf yeah yeah in the ocean in the motherfucking ocean like that looks like some i thought a hundred percent when i saw the video fake. i saw i saw the i saw five or six of them yeah and i thought they were all fake yeah and then and i was like no it's a it's, gas it's really real like yeah. the fucking water is on fire now is it still on fire <sighs> i don't know because like it's a gas line right like wasn't it a gas line? That's why yeah, it was it's, on it's, fire. Well, it's an oil line that burst. So, like, I wouldn't expect that fire to go out anytime soon, right? Yeah, let's see if there's any latest updates on this. Unless I was like, a porter to hell, a porter to hell opens up in the ocean. I, I like, mean, oh, that shit. is kind of what it looks like. Yeah. Like, it looks so CG'd. It's, 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 it's amazing. Yeah, it looks like straight up from, like, Doctor Strange or some shit, dude. I mean, I don't really see a better. Uh, this is a video, not a. I hate it when they pull me in. They're like, here's a, an article about this. And all they have is a, a video. I don't have an update like more than yesterday. Um, yeah, yesterday is the most recent news news thing I've got on here. I mean. Look, I definitely am kind of have some, you know, hippy dippy tendencies when it comes to nature and the environment. And I think we should be concerned. I mean, earlier this year, the largest uh, iceberg in the world broke off from Antarctica and started melting adrift in the in the ocean. Mm -hmm. You know, we've. It's, you know. 
there was another tanker that I saw this morning that wa that 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 uh that sunk off the coast of somewhere in in Southeast Asia and they've been picking up like dead dead all the dead sea life so has been washing up onto are they liable to pay like who who goes to jail who pays for this shit nobody that's what's crazy they, about nobody. it they, they, right? pay, they pay a fine it's like so that's what's crazy about it is like there's no accountability for these fucking companies that fuck shit up you know it's crazy there is a guy um if I started a fire in, in the middle of Echo Pe uh, Park Lake over there, <laughs> Echo Park Pond, I'd go to jail. <laughs> so the gentleman, um, do you know who Stephen Dong, Dong, Dozinger is? No. So he's an attorney. So you ask about who, who, gets, who gets held accountable for this stuff. Mm -hmm. So Chevron polluted the shit out of Ecuador. Mm -hmm. And he, along with some other people, but he was the lead attorney, helped file, I think it was a class action lawsuit against Chevron, Chevron for on behalf of the people there because they were they were getting sick. Their water was polluted. Their air was polluted. They were all dying of cancer and yeah. crazy diseases. And so he sued and, you know, they've paid a fine. But now they've 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 <laughs> they've actually got him dis disbarred. <laughs> They've now got him being held on now. Now they're put, suing him. So he is now on trial in a Manhattan federal court for failing to turn over his computer phone and other electronic devices and refusing court orders to surrender his passport in the civil case brought by Chevron. So he won his case against Chevron, yeah. all this money, and they were found, held liable. And it was a it was a landmark case. Chevron turned around and demanded all his all his evidence and all or, or all his his personal like contact information and all, all everything and he said you know there there's no reason for you to to have it the case is over it's done yeah. like you, you know and so they filed a countersuit on him and so now he's like because they're trying to basically shut him up yeah and 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 end his career so when you say like who gets held liable Even when you win, you end up sort of losing. Like you almost know you're going to be the sacrificial lamb if you go up against these people. Yeah, up against these corporations, these corporate overlords. Not, and that and was crazy because I, it, I think we lose sight because tech is so popular. I think we lose sight of how much money. I mean, still extracting natural resources from the earth is mm. still the most by far profitable thing. Of any industry. Well, I know there's like some communities in West Virginia that are like kind of like that, right? Like all fucked, like their drinking water's all fucked up and like that a lot of them like cancer and shit. And yeah, totally. Yeah. And that's West Virginia. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Michigan. Like, like drinking water's all fucked up. People getting cancers and shit. And no one's held, uh, no one's held uh, accountable for it. Well, the, the 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 elected officials rarely are. I mean, the Flint, Michigan situation showed that. That's crazy. You know, yeah. and, and you're right. These these other places, corporations have gotten away with things. And you know, there is there's definitely something to this. You know, I think we're talking about you know 
Biden's trying to do this infrastructure plan and talking about how bad the roads are. It's like, look, I don't mind contributing tax dollars for better roads. Mm -hmm. I want better roads. I want better transportation. But I also do think that, you know, Amazon and Walmart and, and these places that have trucks that are using these roads, they should be paying taxes on this stuff, too. Yeah. Like, it's not just about us. It's it's you know, it's it's a and corporations like it's it's really is like they are above the law at this point. They don't they don't pay taxes for the services they use and extract from the government for by and large. Obviously, they get to extract from the earth and destroy it and be negligent about it. Yeah. And, you know, there's no liability for that either. I mean, what really came out of the BP thing years ago? Nothing. I mean, <laughs> I mean nothing. And, and, and here's what, you know, I, I really would love to have an update to know if this fire is still brewing or not, because even if the fire goes out, I'm thinking like how much damage is caused. It's still leaking yeah. oil, right? I would expect like, it isn't to. Isn't that what it's burning or, or yeah. natural gas, like whatever yeah. is still flowing into the ocean, even after the fire goes out. Yeah. That's it. Like I said, like if I started a fire in the middle of Echo P uh, Park over here, I'm going to go to jail. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, nah, I'm just drilling for oil. Yeah. Don't worry about that. it. I Sorry. got this, guys. I mean, it's one of the reasons <laughs> I wouldn't want to live over there in, where is it? The Inglewood sort of area or over on the west side, sort of, where they've got the oil pumps. Like Bald, yeah, like Baldwin Park and, and shit like up there. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know where Baldwin Park is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be anywhere just near. just south of a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be anywhere near where there's, like, oil being actively drilled. Yeah. That just seems like a bad idea. I'm punching holes in the in the earth for liquid. And you got to drink that water, too. Liquid black death. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, you have a nice view up there, though, you know? <laughs> a nice view where? Uh, in Baldwin, uh, Baldwin Park. Baldwin Hills, Baldwin Hills. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's probably true. Yeah, that yeah. shit is crazy. But it's, it's like no accountability. No, no one's liable for shit. Like if you got the money, you make the rules, right? That's that's the real rule right there. That is the rule. That's the real rule right there. Yeah. If you make a shit ton of money, make all the rules, <laughs> or the rules don't yeah. apply. Yeah, I don't know. I, I wish just people were more open to a conversation on it because there's some, you know, like, because I know a lot of people who are just like, hell yeah, we should, we're, we're energy independent for the first time. And I'm like, well, why are we still doing deals with Saudi Arabia then? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I realize we're drilling in Texas and off the coast more than we ever have in recent years, but obviously that has issues with it. Plus, we still haven't cut our ties with the Middle East. So I don't see how it's really benefiting. Us right now, yeah. Yeah, I don't really see how it's benefiting. Oh, man. Yeah. Shit's crazy, man. I feel like, uh, I feel like we need to do some shrooms, man. Kind of reassess some shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> kind of reassess some shit. Do some shrooms. Kind of come up with some new shit. <laughs> oh, man. Well, everything's just gotten really weird. Like, every, you know, I mean... Things just gotten really weird. It's like I had a recent conversation with somebody who 
you know, was basically, you know, like, well, if you, and, and I, it, what's weird, do you know what libs of TikTok are, are? No. So you're not on Twitter, are you? No. So I have a Twitter. So back in the day when Twitter was just like punchline jokes, yeah. right? I was on there. <laughs> I was on there. I had an account. But then after that, I was like, ah, you know, then I lost interest. And now I'm just on, you know, Instagram, Facebook. That's about it. So libs of TikTok are quite possibly the best one. Of, it could be the best follow on Twitter. Okay. You know, because it's basically all these clips of of extreme far liberal people doing and saying ridiculously stupid shit stupid shit yeah uh -huh. and so um so recently you know it was it was interesting because there was somebody on there and you hear this this often on there because it's the most extreme woke left far left multi pronouned people you know, are are on this on this channel mm -hmm. right and you often hear this sentiment that, well, if I believe it, then it is because it's my reality and my reality is the only thing that's actually real. You know, so if I believe it, it's true. Okay. And I recently had a conversation with somebody who, who said the same thing to me. Well, if, if, if I, if, if I don't see it, then it's not real. And I was like, well, look, man, I'm holding this book in my hand and you're talking to me on the phone. Like this shit is real. Yeah. And it's like, no, if I don't see the book, then it's not real to me. And I don't know that you even exist. You're just a voice on the phone to me. And I said, yeah, but we're in the same, we're on the same planet in the same reality. Like we coexist on the same planet tangibly we are existing at the exact same time and do i know this person yeah yeah but <laughs> and I was, like if a tree falls in the woods and nobody's there to hear it the tree still fell mm -hmm. because you come back and the tree has fallen over you see it fell over yeah so and 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 you know by and large you know this person that i was having this conversation with is not somebody that's like you know it's definitely not somebody I would put in this far left, you know, libs of TikTok, you know, kind of realm. Yeah. But it's interesting because you see this concept kind of people grasping onto this because and, and you know, not trying to be critical or anything, but it does feel like people grab onto this concept out of a, out of a desire to feel special and significant. And it's like, but isn't that like, it's like you, 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 you are, but you're also not. And it's because there's so many of us, but isn't that a very narcissistic view of things? Like, and that's what kind of the world's eating. It's all about me, me, me. And what I, what, what I, mean, I feel, what I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, that's kind of like how the world is right now, right? Like, but where does this kind of like stop at? It's like also this this week, you know, it's like, how far are we going to let this go? So there was a K-pop fan in the UK who had plastic surgery 
to make themselves look more Korean mm-hmm. and said that they are now transracial and that they are I'm identify no, we, as Korean. I'm sure. And you've, we, you've, you've, you've kind of like we talked to cracked, the, like, cracked jokes about this before. Yeah. You're like, this is where it's going. You no, should but just that's do, what it's going to lead into. You know, and and yeah, and it's like, how far do we let this go? Like we used to kind of and. You know, Tim Dillon recently was talking about this and he's he's like, you know, it's like. And he was talking about it from his mom's perspective, because I think his mom really is schizophrenic and Uh really is is in a a mental uh, hospital. And he was like, you know, we used to call this mental illness. Yeah. Now we just pat everyone on the back and and tell them that they're special and they're unique mm-hmm. and it's okay to embrace this but like this is 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 this just the mass uh acceptance of 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 mental disorder as yeah it's, as a, it's a disconnect of of, it's a disconnect from reality a disconnect from reality thank you yeah. that's kind of where I'm, I'm trying to drill back home with is like it's well, it the, comes from this concept that like the ego is like because the, the the same people that are so super accepting and, and shit like that, right? The moment it's time to the woke army, it's time to come from culture uh, cultural appropriation. They're gonna be like, you can't do that, but you can now. It's gonna get the woke will not be woke enough, and they're gonna come for each other, and then it's gonna get crazier. But how crazy can it? Is it? I mean. I mean, that's the question. Like, at what point do is there the is there this pendul- does the pendulum swing back the other way? No, because I I, I think that you don't like it. It can't go, but so far. It, well, it's 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 it can though because you know if the future is in our in the youth of America, mm-hmm. right? And it may swing really far this way, but eventually it does swing back. It may be a hundred years from now. Maybe. Maybe, or it could just get super weird, dude. It could get super fucking weird. That defies the law of nature. That's like saying that 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 uh, the economy will always go up. But do you see, like, everything defies nature now. But it doesn't. <laughs> you have, Our egos make us think it does. You have Kentucky police officers <laughs> competing in the Olympics as, as women. The world is going to get crazier, man. It's going to get crazier for sure. You have it's going to get crazier before it swings back the other way. I agree, but I think at some point it will swing back. Yeah, I mean, and it may swing back hard in a very negative way as well. Maybe. I mean, I think you have to have because as far as it goes this way, that momentum has to counter back this way, and this end isn't going to be good. Either. I think you have to have educators at the highest level, like have a more like even. Playing field, you know what I mean. So, I think so. You're in favor of DeSantis's uh, no diverse idea ideology declaration and diversity at, in institutions. No, I think that like not enough critical critical thinking is being taught in For uh, sure. higher education. So that's why you have people just like oh, you, like, they're just going along with they're going with the flow. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like that's a very dangerous thing too. You're you're creating a climate that it's okay to be a sheep and not kind of think for yourself and be an independent thinker. That's why we don't have real results nowadays. I think that if the the futures in the youth, if, if all the students and, and, you know, all these prestigious universities and colleges and higher education, like if they teach certain things and that's what,
these students really believe in in their formative years, and that's going to create more of the same thought patterns. But if no one challenges that or people don't make it okay that you can challenge it, that is not okay. Well, that's kind of what we're facing now, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So it's like you're going to have like the moment a fucking blue-eyed, blonde-haired white dude identifies as black in America. Hmm. That's that might be like the turning point right there. Be like, nah, man. What's well, interesting <laughs> because there was a guy uh, I, I can't remember his name. Who who I think he was a. Uh, I don't know how big he was. Obviously, I can't remember his name, so I guess he wasn't that big. But I think he was like a comedian, online comedian or something. Okay. And he used to actually do this. He would like, you know, he was doing it in humor, but he was like. I'm a white dude, but I identify as black. And he would mm -hmm. like do these little skits, like identifying as black okay. with interacting with people and stuff. Yeah. He got totally removed off of, off of the platform. So it would be quite ironic for him to be like, he could like to come full circle now for, for, for that instance. And like that to now be the accepted thing. Well, that's the thing is like, it's, pre it's preposterous until it's not right. Like all this, like, once people start like <laughs> identifying as different races or like I could identify as a, a five-year-old boy, I'm a grown ass man, but I could be like, I'm a, I'm a boy. I don't need to pay any taxes. I don't need to pay any. Like what? What's well, like, it, like, you also where, can't have, you know, if, if that's what you're going to identify as, <laughs> then that means you also can't drive or drink or smoke or, you know, do mm -hmm. any of those things either. But why, like if, if there's a 12, that, on the flip side, if there's a 12 year old that's like goes into a bar. It's like, hey, man, I identify as I'm 22, man. Yeah. Give me a fucking beer. Yeah. And then the person's like, no, you can't have a beer. You're not of age. Yeah. I'm like, that's discrimination. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> It could go, it could get real nuts, man. And I think it is. I think it is going to get, I think the next 20 years, it gets more nuts. I wish everyone would just identify as human. Because that's all we are. Like, we're all the same. Jesus. Uh-huh. We all came from the same place. We all came from Africa. Yeah, we all came from the same place. But it's, uh... Like, yeah... It's just ridiculous. But see that I think that that it's not like people want to feel special. People want to feel that they can identify as what they want to. It's, man. it's, it's interesting because, you know, I always as I have grown up, I always thought, you know, I never really was sure how I felt about nationalism, mm -hmm. you know. And I was always like, you know, if we're ever going to come together as a as a as, as a globe, as as people, as humanity, as one, we really have to stop all this ridiculousness about America and England and Northern Ireland and you know the other part of Ireland and you know all these different countries, and we just have to think about things together. And instead of going in that direction, it's almost like we've taken another issue completely and segmented even more all of all of humanity Taking it's like now we're not just segmented seg segmented by nationalities what country we're from or where we live now it's ideology now it's ideology your sexual preference mm -hmm. like you know anything everything actually yeah uh, that's that's the division in the country like 
I'm just a normal person that thinks normally. <laughs> like, where are those people at, man? Are we being phased still, out? Are we still being, there, but yeah. I feel like we're, we're being phased, phased out. out. I think we're the old models. You know what I mean? The new models will be like, if you want to be black, you're black. If you're, you know, but that you're really. Well, uh, you know, it's interesting Hispanic. because, you know, <laughs> you know, you're like the, the old I models mean, could only be one thing. The new models could be whatever they want to be. <laughs> the new models. But see, I feel that way about, about. I don't know. It's so weird. You know, I feel like that too, in, in some respects, like we could be anything as well. Like everybody could be anything, but not to the point that it's a complete detachment from reality. You know, this, this, is, this is, this is getting back to that whole concept. It's like, you know, when I was younger and I grew up on hip hop, yeah, I identified with the music, the culture, everything mm -hmm. so much. Like I didn't really identify with any other kind of music. Yeah. As I've gotten older, mm -hmm. I have expanded my listening uh, scope, and I do identify, you know, with emotionally and 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 on a fundamental level with other types of music as well. So here, and so I think we all are many things. I think it, it everyone is many things. Like anybody that says I'm just this. They don't fully understand themselves. And anybody that says, well, I'm, I know exactly what I am. I'm all of these things. They also don't fully understand themselves mm -hmm. because there's no way to have a full understanding. Yeah, it's, but it's a constant evolution but you're of still understanding. still reality, though. You're not, you're not uh, disconnected from reality. Well, I'm trying to talk sense, man. Uh, yeah. But see, also, it's like, and we'll, we'll, when we have our hip hop episode, we'll kind of have this take on there, too. But I think that. If you really dig deep into like hip hop, your appreciation for all music happens. Yeah, that's because, true. Because you know, like hip hop is all music. It it's, is. It's the the you know different drums, different loops, yeah. different beat. Like the samples, you like oh, like it gives you appreciation for all types of music, and that's what I think that people that don't understand hip hop the way it was made historically, you know, like beats and stuff, and mm. like why it was done like that. I don't think they understand. They just like, Oh, these people just rap, the rapidly rap, rap, rap. But like, they don't understand the history of it or they yeah. don't understand like the, how you make it gives you appreciation for all music. I think, you know, like, yeah, that's why you talk about like, uh, you know, Bob James and stuff. And people are like, Oh man, people are sampling. He's like, well, people are actually like listening to his shit now yeah. because ninth, you know, like he's the most sampled guy yeah. out there. So, I think that, you know, when I was very, very young and didn't understand, like, how beats were made and all that, then, yeah, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, only hip hop, right? But then as I became more refined in the culture of hip hop and, oh, it's actually you samples, like, and you go digging for these samples and you, you find different records. And then through the digging of all the different samples and records, you gain an appreciation for all varieties of music. You're like, oh man, that sounded great. You know what I mean? Like, because you're always looking for the positivity yeah. in music. Like, man, that I think I could flip that beat. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, which is amazing. Like, it, it does strike me when I, I meet someone that like uh, of the younger generation, of course, and and they're like, they're like, yeah, I love hip hop, and they listen to new age hip hop, but they have no idea about 
how beats are made, like the history of it. Yeah, yeah. I think to truly appreciate something, you got to know the history of it. You got to do the homework because it makes everything better. You know what I mean? Like it makes it way better. I have to admit that there are, there are actually two things on on Netflix that I think if if you really wanted to dive into like some of the history of hip hop like Tiger King and uh, no, <laughs> it, it, one is uh, Hip Hop Evolution. Okay, yeah, yeah, there's I watched two, that. There's two series. Yeah, there's yeah. two seasons of that, and it's it's fix it's, it's it is fictitious fictitional. Fictional? Fictional. Yeah. <laughs> Fictitious. Fictitious. Now you're making up your own slang, bro. You're like E-40. Fictitional. <laughs> Zibizabazubiz. Um, Fictitional. Is, uh, is the get down. The get down. Have you watched that? That's Nas produced that, right? I think so. Yeah. Like, honestly, like. I heard the first season was dope and then the second season fell off or something like that. Is that. The second season, I do think, if I remember, is not as good. Yeah. But the way that they interweave the stories of the characters of all those of all those early pioneers of hip hop into the storyline, because they're all right there in the community, all happen at the same time, like. It's very like fun and creative and like it's very w- much worth watching if you like appreciate hip hop. I heard the same thing about the the Wu-Tang show. Yeah, also very good. Did you did you but watch I, that? Yeah, I did, but it, like that's focused solely on just them. Yeah. You know? But was it how like how good was that show? Um I mean, I'm eager for the next season. Okay. All right. Hey, did you see the Wu-Tang documentary though? That was on Showtime? Uh of yeah. Mike's and Men. Yeah, it was okay. I love that, man. I love it. You know, I'm a Wu-Tang yeah. fan, though, you know? Like, yeah. I love that shit. But, yeah, I think that young kids that like Drake and me, go, please go back and, and listen, like, know how hip-hop's made, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely should. Yeah. You know, kind of circling back a little bit on this on this, uh, you know, transracial t- thing that's happening. Yeah. What, how do you feel like, do you think there's like a place for like, for critical race theory? Is it a good thing to be taught in schools or is it? I think like anything, uh, I think like anything education, like it's the way it's delivered. It's the way you kind of like, maybe preface it or like deliver it to the students, you know, like it could be, it could, that's the thing. It's should, like, I guess should education, I guess really the fundamental question is because some people would say that history, you know, when we've taught history in school or education in general, it's been slanted towards a certain story that's put uh, a more positive spin on things that were actually quite horrible. Dark. Yeah. yeah. And now it feels like there's maybe uh, again, the pendulum is swinging back the other way, mm-hmm. and now we're being like, well, now we're going to bastardize everything that was over here. Now now we're going to bastardize all of that, and it's all evil and bad, and there is no room for discussion on any of it. And if you don't agree with us, then you're a racist, mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of, which is also kind of crazy. Yeah. And it really just feels like shouldn't – education be based on again it kind of comes back to like being based in reality and acknowledging what is reality and what is real like shouldn't it be based on like what's factual and not have a a 
perspective agenda? Yes, but it's like I said, it's it's how it's taught. Like a topic could be a topic, but it's how it's taught, or it's yeah. like, are the when it's taught, is it open to conversation, or is it just you know what I mean? Like this is what it's about. Like it's always the delivery method of it, right? Like how it's delivered. How do you are you can you talk about it? You know what I mean? Can you talk about it? That's a good question. If you have like, that's the thing is like students, uh, students should feel free to ask any questions, right? Especially like, you know, when you were a super little kid and then like you know, your teachers were like, yeah, you know, like there are no dumb questions. Just ask questions if you have. And now it's like people are scared to ask questions because they're scared to be ousted or being labeled something that they're not. It's like if everyone's open to a discussion and the culture of the classroom is that of learning and understanding, then yeah, that's fine. Hmm. But it has to, you have to have that culture in there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting, uh, it's, it's, I'm, I think you could talk about, listen thing. I think you could talk about anything as long as it's open for discussion. And it's not, I, for us as rational adults, sure. But I don't know that you could sh that anything should be open to rational discussion for teenagers or even kids younger. Like this is their first exposure to information on a on any topic, mm -hmm. and it just feels like. I mean, like, it shouldn't be, you know, the white man was manifest destiny and it yeah, also yeah, yeah. shouldn't be, you know, the white man is the white devil and they're all fucking evil. See, that's what I believe in. Um, but no, <laughs> you know, like it shouldn't like some yeah, somewhere wait, there's got to be something sort but of. But that's how it always it always lies in the middle. But the middle is never taught. The gray area is never taught. There's a but reason isn't that part of why we're having this problem because it's not taught. Yeah. I mean, there's a bit like. It's, there's a problem with the way kids in higher education are being are being taught and what they're being taught. And how, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's a, a huge, a, a big problem because it's like you said, it's like it's raising a next generation of non-critical thinkers and of like. Craziness. I already think we have had a generation of non-critical thinkers. I mean, you could look at all the viewers that that watch Fox and swear by Fox News and say they're not very critical thinkers, and most of them are are older. So I, I wouldn't say that this is a new trend. I, I would say that we've. I think that's because technology passed them by. I think. <laughs> I think we. I think we've neglected critical thinking for a long time. I don't think it's necessarily something new. I'm trying to think to when we were in school. I feel like I had a few teachers that from not many, in fact, very, very few, but I feel like I had a few teachers who like kind of encouraged that and would, would, would even mention the term critical thinking from time to time. Mm -hmm. But it was never a focus of like, teaching you how to do it, you know, teaching you how to like disseminate and verify information. And, but see, like when, when you're being taught by professors that think everything they're teaching is, uh, 
the word of God, then there is no room for critical thinking. This is the information. Learn it. Do it. Pass your test. So it's interesting. Learn it. Do it. Pass your test. Because my counter to that would be, well, change is the only constant in life. So therefore, in, as we gather more experience and information, our our beliefs and our principles and even our truths may change, may, may evolve. That being said, there are some things, and I would say, you know, I think this is a good example, would be like flat earth. Mm-hmm. Seems like there should be no discussion that this is, you know, something that could be taken serious. Yet there are a lot of people that do take this serious. Because they're idiots. But they're otherwise seemingly rational individuals. They're rational individuals. How? In in other ways. I mean, wasn't they're like, a functioning human? Well, but then they watch a YouTube documentary that will change their mind about how the the earth is shaped. Well, I mean, you know, well, would you say, <laughs> I mean, it's hard for me to classify someone as, as rational that believes that the earth is flat. And mind you, I do jujitsu with some of these but guys. But I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, and that's why I'm saying, but otherwise, outside of like maybe that one topic even, mm -hmm. they might be a totally rational person or seemingly so. But it's hard for me to classify them as rational if they believe this fundamentally. Yeah. But this is where it comes back to like the education part of it. It's like. I, this is a good example of why I don't think you should just have open discussion in the classroom of all kinds of topics. Like there should be some things that are taught as fact because we know them to be so. Yeah, but, it, but, even it, but even like this, if it's like people are like, a student has a question, be like, well, you know, I watched this thing, the earth is flat and all this. And then the, the fucking teacher should have all the scientific, like, this is why. Yes. You see what I'm saying? This, but like, this is why. That's what school is for. Yeah. That's what school is for is to have that type of shit. You su you're supposed to ask a fucking stupid question. Yeah. What I'm saying is that the school should not have in its curriculum rounder theory and flatter theory as part of its curriculum that it's teaching. No. It shouldn't be like, well, this week we're going to learn about the round earth. No. And then next week we're going to learn about, you know, why people believe there's a flat earth. No. Same thing as to why I think, you you know, we should be teaching, you know, I'm sorry, but there's scientific evidence for evolution. There is not scientific evidence for creationism. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know there are people that are going to disagree with me ab about that. But, yeah. um, you know. We all know where they live. So, <laughs> but that's the thing is like, but you can have a discussion about it. Sure. If somebody has a question but if, about as it, as long as it's not like, but it shouldn't be part again of the curriculum. If you have something that's proven, like evolution be, is proven, round earth theory is or proven. Or it could be part of the curriculum of like, why, like how to disseminate that. The, a critical thinking class mm -hmm. where you critically evaluate potentially potential conspiracies or f misinformation. Yeah. That would be a very valuable class to have. Yeah. That would be a very fun class to have actually as well. Yeah. But our universities are, all our professors are bought. 
well when you have the, the other problem though is how do you teach critical you know how would you teach a class like that using examples because it would be very difficult very challenging once you reach a certain point because it's like also this week the guy who created discovered ivermectin mm -hmm. youtube started removing him any speeches of him from YouTube talking about ivermectin, and this guy won one no yeah. for it. Yeah, it's so even teaching a critical thinking class would be challenging because the very powers that are are influencing this, yeah, are removing the are, discussion. Are not just removing the discussion, but they're complicit in 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 uh, censorship and misinformation and erasing history. You're trying. They're trying, trying to, to change. Yeah, they're, they're trying to control Train the narrative. The narrative. Yeah, by erasing history. Yeah, that's a big problem. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, problem. A it's a book right out of. Right out of uh, China's text textbook, you know, had Jason on last week, and like it's, it's right out of that. Like mm -hmm. you're not, there is no mention of Tiananmen Square, the massacre that yeah. occurred there. There's none of that in Chinese history. In fact, I, I think that they just uh, had a, I think this big celebration they just had over there was in celebration of the uh, Communist Party approving uh, the updated version of China's uh, recent history. Yeah. So they have an approved version of the that the Communist Party approves their their history that they teach in all the schools and that they put out in all the media and that they market. It's like the official history now. How much power is that? That's a lot of power. It's, it's crazy. It's a lot of power. It's that's a lot of it, power. It's, it's too much. But that's you know, and that's where you we don't want to go there. Mm -hmm. We don't want it to get to that point. But it is getting to that point. Well, I'm talking about here. Yeah. It is getting to that point, though, right? It's happening right now. If it's happening right now, we're at that point. It's not like, oh, man, like, and it, it's not like people are clamoring to be like, this is fucked up. Like, this is wrong. Like, no one fucking cares. Like, but some people, well, I wouldn't say nobody cares, but I feel like it also hasn't gone far enough. If it goes to a certain point, there will be a problem. So that's what's interesting to me because, you know, like uh, if, if the vaccine passport thing is implemented, for example, or they go after, you know, the Second Amendment for guns. Yeah. Then. That's where people will put will, will draw a line in the sand. Yeah. You know, people are kind of like they'll 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 move a little bit on these culture things a little bit. Mm -hmm. There are some key principles that they're they're going to be like, no, nah, we'll go to we'll we'll go to war over this. Yeah. Yeah, it is. There is a line that they that 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 can't be crossed without it going badly. Because it's like who who's this? Like who are the? Why are you guys the keepers of the information? Yeah, you know what I mean. Who gave you that? You know what I mean. Like it's, it's quite the power to have. It is. You know, it's quite the power to have. It is. They could, if the if the powers that be control perception, they control our reality because that's. What it is, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, what a power that is. 
Yeah, driven by money. I mean, even just this morning, you know, listening to, to Fauci on the news, it's like he's pushing this this vaccine and he's even telling people with this new variant, he's like, well, if you've gotten the Johnson & Johnson, which is a little less effective and you want to go take the Moderna and get three, two more shots and have a total of three shots, then just go for it. And it's like, really, why not just tell the people, you know, hey, there's this really affordable, cheap drug called ivermectin. You could supplement with that if you've had the Johnson and Johnson. In fact, anybody could supplement with it. Yeah. And we'll just go ahead and wipe this out. Like if public health was really the concern, that's what the messaging would be. And there would be a discussion about that. Instead, it's being censored, taken down 100 percent. It's all not being talked about, hushed. It's all about profits for people, all the middlemen and the insurance companies and the pharmaceutical companies and everybody that's involved with greasing those wheels. I don't know how anyone takes that guy serious. I've never wanted to punch an 80-year-old before, but I kind of wanted I've, to punch him this morning hearing him talk about how there's going to be two different Americas. I, I've I've wanted to punch many 80-year-olds. Uh, that's not the hearing there. But it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's to that point, though, it's also what we were talking about before the podcast. It's pushing reasonable Americans to a point that's like, all right, like, you're going to make me choose sides now. And I'm not going to be on I your know, side. I don't want to choose any I don't sides. Want to see, but you're going to make, they're, they're going to force our hand. I'd still have a hard time choosing a side if they were both extreme. This is where I might not have to. Not if it gets crazier is, and crazier. <laughs> my, that, that might be the point where you have to like uh, hop a boat and go to a deserted <laughs> island and just wait it all out. Yeah. Live out your days. Yeah. You know, it's interesting talking about all this cultural stuff. You know, I, I also caught... Uh, Quentin Tarantino this week. He's kind of been making the rounds. Uh, mm. I know he was on the Rogan podcast. I didn't. I didn't watch it though. Yeah, he's he's was made, it good? He's made a few. He's made a few. Well, it's interesting listening to his perspective. You know, because he, he well, you know, he's only going to do one. He says he's only going to do one more movie. Okay. He's only doing ten movies. He says. Okay. He's going to do one more. And what is it? What is it going to be? Well, he doesn't know yet. But he, you know, but he says, you know, that uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was kind of like the the culmination. He kind of should have made that probably his his last one. But he, he he's, I still have not seen it. I haven't either. But I, I, I really want to see it more after after hearing the conversation, because in that conversation, you really begin to realize that, like, people like him mm-hmm. until things, you know, swing back. Yeah. There will be no more Quentin Tarantinos. Nobody will be able to make these, uh, you know, in your face. Django. Movies, you know, the the violence and the disregard for, you know, he just makes badass movies and makes them as, as entertaining. And sometimes they're a little raw. Yeah. But and they're and they're definitely not like adhering to. Gee, am I going to offend this demographic yeah, or that yeah. demographic? He just does. He's, he's like he's an artist. He's an artist, yeah. and I think that's too what people kind of really need to like think about when it comes to these to movies. Like, we want the best stuff out there, mm-hmm. and I kind of get this. Like, if you have a vision for a movie and yeah. you're Quentin Tarantino or somebody else, like you're just like I want to make the best movie possible, and you're looking for the best talent. You're not concerned necessarily with like, 
am I, have I have got enough diversity in my yeah. crew? Am I, you know, what, you know, all these other things that need to be considered so these days. Did you days. listen to that podcast? Or I no? did. Yeah. So the only reason I haven't watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was the Bruce Lee thing really bothered me. So they really me. get into that discussion. They, okay. They really talk about does that Does he have a good depth. point or does he not have a good point? Because um, I'm like, what are you talking he about? He does not think highly of Bruce Lee's wife. Wife? Yes. He says she's a liar. Okay. Um, and it stems around the conversation about... Uh, so she, she makes the claim that Bruce Lee wrote uh, a screenplay or whatever for uh, something called The uh, Warrior. Mm -hmm. Which... Turned um, into Kung Fu the no, series, no? no? So. Okay. So she claims that Bruce Lee wrote this, went to the studio, I forget which studio it was, but went to the studio mm -hmm. and presented it to them. And because they were racists, they took that concept, they wrote their own script, called it Kung Fu, and mm -hmm. they cast David Carradine, who obviously wasn't, you know, was, was more uh, acceptable to white people, or that's what she claims. Uh -huh. So Quentin Tarantino says that the timeline doesn't even match up for, 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 for the way that went down. Mm -hmm. um, Bruce Lee actually wrote Warrior after this so as it turns out the script for kung fu was written bruce lee according to quentin tarantino audition or went in to talk about doing the role mm -hmm. but they did decide it was like him david carradine and there was a third person that were the final you know, final three being considered for kung fu right and they they went with david carradine they didn't go with bruce lee and part of the reason uh, according to, to uh, Tarantino was because he did speak English, but he was a little more difficult to understand. Okay. And so that's why they went with Carradine. Uh -huh. Bruce Lee then went and wrote the screenplay or script for Warrior, mm -hmm. but it never got made. But now that adaptation is now been created into the warrior series on HBO. There's a warrior series on HBO. Yeah. I've not seen but it. But it's, it's like really, it's very, did you watch it? So I started watching the first season and it was okay, but I kind of stopped watching it because, because it's like, I, I didn't really see where it was going and like, I got so much to do. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, <sighs> I can see where the two are kind of similar script wise, but in this one's been adapted and more into the old West era, this warrior thing on HBO. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the other thing I think that he really said about Bruce Lee was that, um, was that stuntmen didn't like him, that he was kind of disrespectful towards stuntmen because there was this perception of um, that you didn't tag people, mm -hmm. you know, when you did a fight punch scene, real, you yeah. didn't actually really punch yeah, yeah, them. Yeah. And Bruce Lee was notorious for actually tagging people mm -hmm. because he wanted to really like make it look as real as possible yeah, and, yeah. and do it. But like, there was never like this clear discussion that this was the way it was going to be. And so a lot of the stuntmen like really didn't like 
yeah. didn't like working with him, yeah. you know? And so those were the two things I think that in that discussion that he kind of really stood out in my memory that he was kind of like critical of Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, as he said, you know, this is like an, an amalgamation of, of, of different timeline events that happened over a course of period of time, not necessarily that happened at the same same time, Uh all in Hollywood. It's like his, his world. It's like his manifesto of how fucked up real uh, Hollywood has been throughout the eras and just meshed it all together into this crazy storyline. And, and in that sense, like I see where he's like, this is his like, you know, is is clim- climactic uh, in so what was Rogan saying when he was telling him all this I shit? I mean, he listened, but Rogan also, you know, was like, you know, he true to being a martial art and some uh, artist and somebody who was, you know, hugely impacted by Bruce yeah. Lee. You know, he he, you know, uh, he pushed Tarantino on on a lot of it. Yeah, you know, and and you know, there was a lot of discussion about you know acknowledging how vitally important Bruce Lee was to, you know, just the community in general. I mean, and martial arts period. Well, here in the the martial arts, that's the community I'm talking about, like in specifically, because like literally before Bruce Lee, martial arts movies were not a thing. That wasn't a genre. Yeah. Not here in the U S. Yeah. And suddenly you had this guy who was, you know, the cool, he was, Charismatic, kind of charismatic yeah. and cool, but he was also like very wise and and seemingly very you know zen. Zen's not the yeah. right word, maybe, but zen like. Yeah. And he was this badass martial artist. He was, I mean, I've never thought about, but I guess he was kind of a handsome dude for a, a movie, you know, actor or whatever. Mm-hmm. And was fucking ripped at a time that I don't know anybody else that was like shredded like no. that. Now I'll grant you he was only like like what a buck forty or something yeah, probably, but, but still yeah. there wasn't a lot of like shredded Not motherfuckers like that. like that. You see them lats? I mean you see those lats? Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> crazy. Bruce Lee lats? Yeah, crazy. Ridiculous. So I mean there was no de- there's there was no denying like the impact that he had. Fast on, twitch Asian like that? Yeah. Jesus. It's seriously the fastest. <laughs> like he's <laughs> like it's it like it, that's the aspiration right like yeah. like i mean even to this day you can say you know who's the martial artist and it's like bruce lee i mean he's still the most famous martial artist of ever time, lived. yeah i mean still yeah he's like on uh he's on mount olympus you know what i mean he's like with the gods you know what i mean he's up he's there. definitely on the mount rushmore of martial artists i don't even know who would be up there with him i'm sure there's somebody but yeah, like yeah. i almost feel like there's like his his mount, and then there's like the next tier of martial art people. Maybe that's just an ignorant person's you know no, outside no, no, no. perspective. But like, I, I I don't know of anybody else that like off the top of your head that you think of like as a martial artist in your life. Chuck Norris, of course. Even non movie star ones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, and this is the thing. This was also. I mean, maybe before, maybe Grace Gracie maybe yeah the Gracies, but this is also before the explosion of combat sports. Period. True. So it was like combat sport, like was not a thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. So him and Chuck, you know what I mean. Him and Chuck were actually like, you know, 
They're up there at that time, especially because yeah. Chuck was a real fight. He really, he's a real fighter, dude. Chuck, this is like he's, he's legit are, as fuck. Yeah, Chuck Norris will fuck you up. He's also a black belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. That yeah. dude will fuck he's you legit. up. Yeah, he might wear cowboy boots and wear a cowboy hat, but he will mess and you like, up. And like, he's still fit to this day. That's fucking Chuck Norris. You know what I no, mean? He is. He's 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 like I like him. He's an American Eagle is a bald eagle. Yeah, man. Like like I I like him because. He's a real, he's a true badass. Yeah. Right. You look at him now. He's still healthy. He's still fit, but he's not like juiced out, juiced to the tits. You know what no, I'm saying? Not at all. Like when you look at Stallone and like these are like they're great they're shape, on, they're but on he's juiced. You know, they're, that dude's juiced ridiculously. They're, they're at least on. Uh, they're at least on some testosterone. Yeah, they're on some they're on shit. some hormone replacement. And, <laughs> and you know, maybe, but and, and maybe there's nothing wrong with some. I, I'm not. No. I, I think there's actually. I think hormone replacement as you get older and it decreases, like, is actually probably a good thing. Yeah. But they're obviously taking it to the max. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, here's the thing: if I had the money that they do to do it, I would do it. Right, like, Probably, yeah, yeah. If I could be on the juice for a smile and be like, yeah, you're gonna, you and know. If I had the money to do it, man, I'd just make David Sinclair my personal doctor. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, I want to live as long as possible, as yeah. healthy as possible. You tell me what I need to do, and I will do it. Yeah, but see, here's what's great about Chuck Norris, though, right? Is he will actually beat the shit out of those dudes in real life. What dudes? Stallone. Oh, Schwarzenegger, yeah, 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 yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, well, Van Damme, well, Steven Seagal. has no previous no, athletic them, yeah. anything. Schwarzenegger was a bodybuilder. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, legit. Yeah, you he know. would die, though. Chuck Norris would kill him. Oh, in a fight, yes. Van Damme, dead. dead. Against Chuck Norris? No, oh, yeah. Van Damme's not a real martial artist, either. Is he not? No. He's more of a dancer. Maybe. Yeah. But I love his movies. He was, it was he's 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 uh, amazing to watch though in motion, especially in his prime. Like, he's a dancer. Uh, his his so explosive mm-hmm. and like graceful. Like yeah, Van Dan- Steven Seagal get his yeah. shit pushed in by Chuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He believes in some of that weird shit. Like I'll touch you and you'll. He's like a Aikido guy, but it's like you know, come on, Chuck Norris will kill you. You know. Yeah. And, uh, but I can't think of, of, uh, I mean, it's 4th of July, Chuck Norris. What's more American than that shit? Yeah, that's true. Happy Independence Day, America. (laughs) You got anything else? Yeah. I want to, you know, kind of going into our, a lot of our discussion today about like where we're at. Okay. Um, I came across this, (laughs) this little, this, uh, segment uh, that I found on online. It's from, uh, I just kind of want to read it and then we can close after that. But okay. It's from uh, Carl Sagan's 1990 fo- 1995 book, uh, Demon Haunted World. <laughs> I have a foreboding of an America in my children's or grandchildren's time when the United States is a service and information economy when nearly all the key manufacturing industries have slipped away to other countries, when awesome technological powers are in the hands of a very few and no one representing the public interest can even grasp the issues, 
when the people have lost the ability to set their own agendas or knowledgeably question those in authority, when clutching our crystals and nervously consulting our horoscopes, our critical faculties in decline, unable to distinguish between what feels good and what's true. We slide, almost without noticing, back into superstition and darkness. The dumbing down of America is most evident in the slow decay of substantive content in the enormously influential media. The 30-second sound bites, now down to 10 seconds or less, lowest common denominator programming, credulous presentations on pseudoscience and superstition, but especially a kind of celebration of ignorance. That's craziness. It matches perfectly. It does. <laughs> well, that's something to marinate on. And with that, I will say today is the fourth. And if you truly do value your independence and your freedom, you need to think about what you say and how you believe and how you act and be willing to stand up for those things. Yeah. And I just be a sheep. Not just be a sheep. Well, this has been another episode. Right, everybody go set off some fireworks yeah. and don't blow off your fingers. Not here in California, though, guys. Fireworks. Yeah, I hear that, man. They're all anti-fireworks, but I still like fireworks. Yeah, I love fireworks, but they're illegal to, you know. Fires, fires. Uh, yeah, no, I get it. But uh, as always, guys, uh, peace and love, and uh, God bless America. Power to the people. Peace.